Did you have to rent this or what? Yeah, I did. Yeah. Um, it was funny because I had to rent it, but then my sister's friend, I don't know, has somehow has his own streaming platform. Uh-huh. <laughs> his own streaming platform? Apparently. Like OnlyFans? He calls it... Oh, I don't want to say his name, but... Um, yeah, I don't know. Like, he's... Jailbroke, a streaming platform, literally has any movie you could think of. I mean, does he just have an Amazon Fire Stick? Is that what it is? I don't think that's what it is. Oh, I don't crazy. Know, I don't know what it is, but he shares it with other people. And, yeah, I don't know. It's crazy. Like, she told him, or I asked her, asked her I was like, hey, can, can uh, he get this movie on there? Yeah. And then today she's like, hey, it's on there. I was like, oh, shit. I already, already watched, watched, I already it? watched it. It's four bucks. Yeah. It was like going to Blockbuster back in the day. For those of you who don't know what Blockbuster is, <laughs> it's this giant store with a bunch of movies in it, and uh, it was the best time you could ever have. Oh, yeah. Um, But yeah, uh, are you ready to go or what? Yeah, let's do it. All right, man. Well, then let's, uh, let's play it again. You must remember this. A kiss is just a kiss. Good morning, Vietnam! <laughs> You're going to need a bigger potion. Erica! 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 Hasta la vista, baby. Overboard. What's up, everybody? This is Steven, and I'm here with Jason. Hey. And today we are going to do the 1987 movie Overboard, directed by Gary Marshall, um, and starring Russell Crowe and his longtime spouse, Goldie Hawn. Really funny movie. I know we talked about uh, us, our, both of our moms liking it, and that's kind of why we saw it and why we like it. Mm-hmm. But um, reason why we picked this movie is because just recently... Um, Damn, I think like last week actually, uh, actor Mike Haggerty died. Um, he was on a shitload of TV mm. uh, episodes of a bunch of different shows, a lot of different movies and stuff. He was he's basically just the that guy, but if you saw him, you'd know his face. Mm-hmm. And uh, we thought, you know, he died, so let's do a movie that this is a movie. This and Wayne's World's where I remember him the most. Yeah, um, he, I, I'm pretty sure this is like the movie he's got the most lines in and everything. But uh, yeah, let's jump right into it and talk about when we first saw this movie or what we could remember for when we could remember first seeing it. I remember seeing it with my mom when I was a kid and she was rewatching it on cable for yeah. the X amount of times. And uh, yeah, like I, I, I was young. I was probably 10 years old or something, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. And I remember her watching it and sometimes she'd be watching old movies like from the 80s yeah that, that like for like nostalgic purposes and then i'd sit there and just like watch them with her because like to see you know like yeah and just to see her reactions i i enjoyed and sometimes i wouldn't even be really watching the movie i'd just be looking at watching her, her? yeah because how hard she'd be laughing at certain scenes yeah and then like i realized oh that is funny you mm-hmm. know and then um even though it's a little before our time yeah yeah 
it made me appreciate the eighties humor, which is like lost now. Yeah. And if if someone from this age wa- you know, watches it now, they'd be like, That's dumb. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Maybe not everybody but a lot no, of no, people. No. Would. Yeah, especially with certain movies. Like I took I took uh Grace, my girlfriend, to go see um American Graffiti last mm-hmm. night as George Lucas's first movie and it's basically um what Days the Confused was for like the nineties and the seventies. Mm-hmm. It's like the first iteration of that, like these kids. Yeah. In the 60s, cruising up the street, and they stay out all night and everything. And um, a lot of laughs in the theater. She was giggling a couple times, but um, I, I I saw that movie really young, so I feel like I have like a really strong connection to it. But she she enjoyed it. She, she told me she liked it a lot, so mm. that was cool. Um, for me, I know me and Jerry talked about Star Wars um, not too long ago, and that like I was born, and then there was just Star Wars everywhere. And this for me was a movie that was like that like mm-hmm. my mom fucking really loves kurt russell she always liked kurt russell it's probably like he's one of my favorite actors because i just seen so much stuff he's in mm-hmm. but um i just remember being little and this movie being on and like watching it with all my sisters and watching it with my mom and uh just really enjoying it i i remember as a kid i really liked the um like the like the golf the mini golf things, seeing how all the yeah. they were building the mini golf things, and I just liked mini golf when I was little. Um, but yeah, I just remember seeing it very young age, and then every now and then the VHS would just go in the VCR, and we'd all sit down and watch it. And then as I got older, I found myself watching it on my own. Yeah, um, same. And it's a nice movie just to come back to every now and then. It's uh, there's a lot of wholesomeness. I re- I watching it this time, you know, I've always liked Goldie Hawn in this movie and uh, everything else I see her in, but uh. She does a really good job, like, falling in love with the family, you know? Um, And she's got some, like, great, like, little monologues and some really funny bits in this movie. So, yeah, ever since then, just been watching it um, over and over again. Yeah. It was cool today. Today is I actually watched it. Uh And we happened to all be sitting at the couch, my mom, my sister, Melissa. Yeah. And we just happened to be talking. Just We had, like, a long conversation about, like family history and just like family trees like like art like oh where did your great great grandmother come from this and this stuff like that yeah and then i was like all right i was looking at the time because i had some stuff to do after and i was like all right all right i I can still do it and it'll be good i was like all right um are you guys are we done talking about family stuff and they're like why i'm like oh i gotta watch this movie for the podcast (laughs) and i was like what movie i was like trust me you'll like it and i press play and she goes just right off the title, yeah, the font and stuff. Uh-huh. She goes, "This looks really familiar." And then, sure enough, when she saw Goldie Hawn, she goes, "Oh, I know what this is." <laughs> She's like, "This is Overboard." I was like, "Yep, yeah, uh, great, great movie." And we um, all watched it together, which was really cool. I was surprised it didn't do as well as I thought it would have at the time. I think it had a budget of like twenty, like twenty million dollars, and then it only made like twenty four, something like that. Oh, damn. Um, but I think, yeah, I guess it kind of makes sense. Um, at that time, Kurt Russell was hitting or missing. Um, they were both really big stars at the time, though. Yeah. Um, Gary Marshall's directorial debut hadn't gotten like, like super fast. I think his first really big movie was like Pretty Woman. Okay. Um, and that came out what? Like a uh, year before? No, a couple, a couple years after. after oh, I think after. that movie came out in 1990, actually. So yeah, uh, let's talk about the cast. Um, Gary Marshall specifically, uh, he directed this movie. He's in a bunch of movies. You might have said, if you love Hocus Pocus, he plays the devil. 
Um, and oddly enough, his sister plays his wife in that movie. Holy shit, Penny, Penny Marshall. I know exactly who this guy is. Uh, yeah, dude, he's been in a lot. He's been in a lot of movies. Um, he's made a lot of movies. Like I said, he made this movie. He made Pretty Woman. He made The Princess Diaries, uh, Runaway Bride, uh, all those like New Year's Eve and Mother's Day movies and Whoa. everything. All that shit. He's done a shitload, and he's been in a lot of movies. And yeah, he's super duper famous old director uh, actor. Uh, the Sanderson sisters. Yeah, that that guy, <laughs> that guy from Hocus Pocus. But um, I think he knocks it out of the park with this movie. It's really um, yeah. There's some funny bits in it. Uh, definitely stuff you couldn't get away with today, but also just like some heartwarming stuff as well. Yeah. But um, yeah, that's Gary Marshall. Uh, next up, talk about Kurt Russell just a little bit. Obviously, we talked about him mostly in our Tombstone podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, I mentioned he was a Disney kid star he was on some tv shows and some home movies that um that uh disney did and in 1981 he was in john carpenter's escape from new york and then he really started changing his persona from there on and was in the thing in 1982 um bunch of stuff in the 80s big trouble little china works with john carpenter again for the third time or actually fourth time because they did that Elvis movie. And uh, he had a really prominent career all the way into like the mid, I want to say like 90s. He mm. was like shelling them out like all the time. Uh, one of my favorite actors for sure. He played Elvis? Yeah, he worked. It, I think it was a made-for-TV movie. It's him and John Carpenter. That's the first thing they worked on Holy together. Holy shit. Yeah. Um, we talked about... Uh, Speaking of Elvis, fucking 3,000 Miles to Graceland, <laughs> yeah. which is a bonkers movie, and we should probably do that movie at, at some point. Um, so we could really go go in on Kevin Costner. Um, but uh, yeah, Kurt Russell, like so we said, great one of my, movies, yeah, like, one of my favorites. This. Yeah, Executive Decision, Backdraft, uh, Sol- Soldier, which is supposedly in the Blade Runner uh, universe. Yeah. Did you um, like Breakdown? Breakdown. That was a movie that I watched not even like two years ago uh, because I always saw it at the video store and then I was like yeah. surfing Amazon. That's where I saw it. And before we started this podcast, uh, we were trying to figure out like what our our niche was or what we were going to do. Uh, and I had an idea like what if we, like me and you or whoever else, we watch an actor's entire body of work and then just do a whole podcast on there. But I was like, dude, that would take way take too a long. long time. And then I was thinking, like, oh, maybe one person watches these three movies and the other mm. watches this three movies, whatever. But I started watching it because I was like, oh, I'm going to watch all of Kurt Russell's movies. And then I watched it, and I was like, damn, this movie feels like a typical 90s movie. Yeah, oh, but, uh, for sure. It's in, it's enjoyable. I'm, there's another movie that feels like that a lot, but I can't place it. Real quick, looking at here, looking at his, uh, his uh, movies here. Yeah. I've seen bits and pieces of this movie, but I need to watch it in its entirety. You've probably seen it. Which one? Captain Ron. Oh, yeah. Uh, I haven't seen it in a really long time, but I remember watching it a lot when I was younger. Yeah. Kooky movie. I want to watch the whole Super thing. Super kooky. Because his character reminds me of, uh, uh, not to get off track too much, but mm-hmm. of that movie, uh, the Moondog movie with uh, um, Matthew McConaughey. Moondog. Yeah. Matthew McConaughey. Or that's his name, at least in the movie. Moondog. Like, he plays like a, like, like a kind of Captain Ron character. Like, is it Mud Dog? No, no, no. Moondog? No, no. He's, he's like this, like, like kind of bum kind of dude. Like, he's, he's like a writer, but he hasn't written anything in a long time. Like, 
He lives in Miami. I've never seen that movie. Uh, yeah, it's it's really weird. Fucking Snoop Dogg's in it, and he's it's like <laughs> he's one of his buddies. Interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Um, yeah, that's that's Kurt Russell. We've talked about him a lot. Um, love that guy. I can't wait to see. I he um, he's supposed to be in another Tarantino movie. I think the next one, but I'm not sure. So we'll see about that. Um, next up, we got Goldie Hawn, who is a longtime spouse, not wife of Kurt Russell. Apparently, they met back in the day, like on a movie in the 60, late 60s, and then they reunited again for mm-hmm. another movie in the early early 80s. I think in 1981, that's when they got together. Yeah. I always I always thought um, that they like met on this movie or something, because that was the first time I saw them together, but apparently they were yeah. in other stuff together. They were together for a minute. Um, yeah, they've been together for a long time. But yeah, uh, uh, Goldie Hawn, I love her in this movie. She's so funny like when she's being and hot yeah when she's being a like rich snobby lady and also when she's like just so desperate for like help and anything when she's like putting up with the family and everything Mm -hmm. but um yeah she she rose to prominence um late 60s on a show called ronan martin's laughing never seen it but um at the same time she starred in a movie called cactus flower which she won a golden globe and an academy award for for best sporting actress and from then on, she just kept on making movies. Um, I remember her from Private Benjamin. She, I think she also got nominated for a Academy Award for that movie. Overboard. Uh, I've seen a lot of these movies. Death Becomes Her is one of my favorites that I'm, we're going to do very soon. Um, the Banger Sisters, First Wives Club, uh, The Out of Towners with Steve Martin. She's just been in a lot of stuff oh, over yeah. the years. Like and all the classic 80s and 70s oh, yeah, yeah. She's comedy so feel-good movies. Like with all the, the big actors of that time. Oh, yeah, too. of course, of course. Chevy Chase, um, Burt Reynolds. Yeah, she's been, in so, she's been in so much stuff. Steve Martin, yeah. Um, but uh, she's, I love her in this movie. She's just so funny. And I think uh, she's kind of like the heart and soul of this movie, really. Um she recently was in the Christmas Chronicles with I saw with, that the, here. <laughs> with the with the. I haven't Russell. seen those movies, but yeah, I watched the first one. And we're like, oh, that wasn't that bad, and then we watched the second one, and it was not good. What what's what's so like? It's just he's a, Santa, but what like? I don't know. The first one's kind of like some random kids in a random town. They're like they meet Santa and then they go on an adventure with him, and then the second one's really weird. They go to the North Pole. And then there's this like troll kid that's trying to like I I don't know it's really dumb it's really really dumb, but um we watched it she's in that uh you know she's Goldie Hawn yeah. and we and we love her uh super super great and of course they both have two kids together um or no they have no, they one don't. they have one kid together uh, ooh I thought Rus- they had two Russell, and two Wyatt Russell um I thought is, that was just his kid no that's their kid apparently that's what I read at least. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's just recently joined the MCU. He's um, U.S. agent, and he was also in the Twenty Two Jump Street. That's he's also I, that's where I first saw him in a really good show right now on Hulu called The Banner Under Heaven about the Mormon, some Mormon extremist group. Haven't seen it, but he seems fucking like a, amazing. Seems like a Mormon to me, dude. He is so good in that. Really? Yeah. And uh, I just found out today when I was looking up, you know. Because we were talking about their kids. Yeah. Or if they have kids together. And then I looked up him and then he popped up. I was like, this is Kurt Russell's kid? Yeah, he kind of like 
I mean, I, I had seen him. Yeah, I, this is the last thing that I thought when I looked at that guy. I was just like, this guy actually does look like a crazy person. <laughs> like in this He's show. He's also on a really gnarly episode of. Uh, What's that show called? Um, Black Mirror. It's on mm. a really crazy episode of Black Mirror. Uh, but anyway, I digress. Next up, we have Roddy McDowell, who was famous for playing um, Cornelius, I think, or Caesar in the Plenty of the Apes series. So he's mm. in a bunch of those. Yeah, I knew him from this movie and from 1985's Fright Night, where he plays Peter Vincent, vampire cut killer. Um, he was also one of the voices in A Bug's Life. He's one of the ants. Um he pretty much looks like himself in that, but yeah, he's he's super duper. Uh, I think he was also Octavian in Cleopatra, I believe, if I'm not mistaken. But um, he's been in a lot of shit. He actually executive produced this movie as well. Um, I did not know that before today. Um, but yeah, he was. I always liked him. Not so much for this movie. He's not even in it that much. But uh, definitely Fright Night. Uh, he was one of my favorites. And. Uh, yeah, Roddy McDowell. Okay. Cool dude. Cool dude. And then, like we said, next up we got uh, Mike Haggerty. Uh, I read barely today that apparently he had like a... He's most famously known from the show Friends. I never watched that show, so I didn't, I didn't yeah, know. I didn't either. But I always remembered him from this and from Wayne's World, 1992. Mm-hmm. He's been on so much different TV. Cheers, Grey's Anatomy, uh, Kirby Enthusiasm, Glee... Uh, the Wonder Years. He's been in fucking everything, and uh, yeah, he's like I said, he's just a, one of those guys, one of the uh, a that guy mm-hmm. as we call him. And uh, like we said, uh, just paying a little tribute by doing this episode with him. Um, next up, we got Edward Herman. Um, he's been a lot of stuff. The only other thing besides this that I really remember him for was um, the Lost Boys. I don't know if you ever saw that one. Yeah. Yeah, The Lost Boys, he plays the big bad in that movie. And uh, sorry for spoilers, but it's been like 40 years, so whatever. Um, him in this movie, he's a really big weenie. I think he fits the part perfectly. Oh, yeah. He seems like a stuck-up snob. Um, and he's got some funny bits in here, especially when he starts going crazy at the end of the movie. Uh, after that, have Jared Rustin. He plays uh, one of the twins, but I just wanted to point him out because he's in a bunch of uh, movies in the 80s. Big, he plays Tom Hanks' best friend, yeah. and he plays the little brother of the kid next door. And Honey, I Shrunk the Kids. Yep. So just wanted to bring him up. And then I think that's about it. Oh, uh, Hector Elizondo. He was in Pretty Woman and Runaway Bride and The Princess Diaries. So... Gary Marshall likes him a lot, and I think he was on a that one show, Chicago Hope or Chicago Fire or whatever, mm-hmm. back in the day. But uh, yeah, they they um, Melissa and my sister and all them they they recognize him before I did. Yeah, I saw him and I was like, "Is that him?" And then yeah. I looked it up and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's the dude. That's the guy." Mm-hmm. Um, other than that, I don't really have anybody else to talk about. Um, yeah, no, I don't think. Uh, oh, I did. I did want to bring up Harry Henry Allen Miller. He plays Doctor Corman. Uh, oh yeah, I, guess I think funny. that guy's really funny in this movie. Yeah. I'm pretty sure he gets fucking uh, Dion Waiters Award. But uh, yeah, that's the only other person I want to bring up. Do you have anybody else? Um, he's not a big actor, mm-hmm. but um, where's his name? Israel Huarbe. He's in uh 
He's he's the he's the engine room worker when she comes down and she's like, "What's this button? Hit this button." He goes, "No, no, man, no, don't no, touch no, that." No. He's he's when in. He's, uh, he, she, I'm the captain. Oh, okay. okay. Then, no, don't salute. Me. Don't salute. Yeah. Um, he's in Karate Kid. He's Daniel Larusso's friend. Damn, he, I can't believe you fucking recognize that guy from. That. Yeah, That's right crazy. away when I saw him, I was like, "Oh shit!" I, I guess he's in Boogie Nights. I don't know what part he's in Boogie Nights really? in, but yeah. Um, he's in a lot of shit. Oh, well, not that much shit, but a lot of that era. Anyway, I like that kid because he always. Um, well, he's not a kid anymore at this point. But, yeah. Um, I just remember him from Karate Kid, so that's really all that matters. Um, oh, there's a big okay that dude Olaf. The, yeah, the, yeah, the, 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 that guy is ass. always a fucking villain or or a bouncer or, or something. bouncer security guard. What else is he in? Uh, he's in a lot of shit. Um, he's a, he's from Conan, the uh, both Conan movies, Running Man. You know, the other day I saw like Gladiator. How much? Conan made. I didn't realize how fucking successful those movies were. Yeah, I would love to do one of those. That'd be sick. I'd have to watch them. I haven't seen those movies since I was like ten years old. He's in like basically. <laughs> he's in so many fucking. He's like in all the movies. Tough guy. Dude. He's a tough guy movie or he, a tough guy role. All right, just a few because he. Nobody, nobody really gives it up to the fucking to like the stunt or the like stunt the guys. brooding guy in the yeah. back. Yeah, but you, but you know, they always have a little part that is very important. And one of those parts is in Gladiator that that he plays. His name is Sven Ol Thorson. He's Danish. He's the part. He's the guy in, in Gladiator. He's like, for those who are about to die, that's him. We salute you. That's Olaf. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Dang. He's damn. So he must have been like relatively younger in this movie. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Nuts. Yeah. Damn. We salute you. Yeah. Damn. That, that guy's dude, badass. How sick is his character? That guy's super badass. Yeah. Um. All right. Uh, anybody else before I move on? Yeah, that's, that's All right, it. let's uh, jump into the actual movie. Uh, watching the beginning of it, so watching this whole movie, actually, there weren't any like actual scenes that I was like really struck by. It was more just yeah. like like interactions between some of the characters. Like I'm telling, like that's why I think at a young age I really thought um, Kurt Russell and Goldie Hawn like met on this movie because. When she, like, the part for her birthday and, like, when she's, like, I don't know, just interacting with with him or talking about him when he's not around or something, mm-hmm. it just really seems like she's falling in love with him, yeah. which, I mean, I don't know. It's, it's Maybe it was just easier for her to do because she actually was at the time, yeah. but it just, um, like I said, there's a lot of, there's a lot of good parts uh, just between, like, interactions between people. So one question that I had at the beginning was... You know, they're showing all the people on the water, like, driving by, and there's those dudes on the boats, and then one of the guys takes his hat off, and he's, like, holding it towards the camera. you think those guys were, like, actual extras, or they're just random-ass people? Wait, which guys again? So, the beginning of the movie, with the when the credits are going, they're just showing a bunch of boats on the water, oh, like, yeah, driving yeah. by, and there's a group of, like, three fishermen dudes, and they're on a boat, and the guy takes his hat off, oh, and he's pointing yeah. it at the camera, and they're, like, waving at the, at the camera. Those are probably real much. dudes. I I yeah. never knew. I just I, it was a question I always I always thought. Yeah, shit like that. You know, they're like, oh, this is authentic. You know, we want to get some of the locals. You know, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Um, one thing that struck me is right when Kurt Russell gets on the yacht. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think I've ever really been around people this rich and that have grown up in this culture. But it's for me, like the perspective of a poor person, me being poor, um, being around rich people, it seems like a heightened sense of like what rich people actually like, but they very well could be like that. Um, you know, Goldie Hawn's like a really big fucking bitch. This yeah. movie. Um, and it, nobody else is really nice to Kurt Russell on the yeah. boat either, but... Um, that's one thing that I was just like, oh, this is a good perspective of how a poor person would view rich people. Yeah. Well, to to help that that insight more, so I watched that show Below Deck. Okay. On on Bravo. Yeah. Um, it's like a reality TV awesome, show, by the way. But it's a reality show of workers on on super yachts and a sailing yacht. Oh, really? Yeah, and they deal with people like that. Oh, wow. So Melissa and I were watching that today, and we're like. We've seen that's below deck. so many episodes where people are just like Goldie Hawn really? to the workers. Holy yeah. shit, yeah. I was thinking about that today and I just really wasn't sure. One scene one one in particular, like that I was just like I cannot believe people are like this. Yeah. These guests were giving their drinks half drink half drunk because the melt the the ice melted. And diluted the drink, and they wanted a new drink. Well, that's just it's, that's all about flavor. You got to have the right flavor in your drink. So you would do that too. <laughs> <laughs> I'm paying these people a livable wage. So we always we always say that, right? And yeah. we're always like, well, these people are paying a lot of fucking money for like ten star service. You yeah, know? yeah. But like, don't be a fucking <laughs> asshole. Like, there's a line. <laughs> And but like I've seen people like her exactly yeah, no, like her. like they're beneath so them they're beneath it, them it like. seemed like a you know yeah you're right because it seemed like a, a heightened like reality of of what rich people would be like but yeah. then I got to think like think about like I don't know fucking Donald Trump yeah Do you think he was really like nice to his help or like Fuck even no. even sees them like while he's in a room like he probably doesn't no. even notice them at all but uh, anyway yeah that was just one his thing. drinks just come from. From the air, yeah, and his food just lands on his table, and he's just like, "Oh, there it is." <laughs> um, I, oh, I really, I really like oh, just Goldie Hawn's persona at the beginning of this movie oh, is yeah. really funny. I like how he's like following her because that's he's got to follow her to where she's going. Mm-hmm. You can just hear her like, "Don't walk so close to," yeah. me. like all fucking weirded <laughs> out by him. And then I love um, when he's eating the food. And she's like, oh, you know, forks were created to show, like, we're different from the animals, blah, blah, blah. And then under his breath, he says, so are, so are thumbs. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was just like, oh, that's cool because he's not an idiot. Yeah. And, like, that's not something super brilliant, but that's something that... Yeah, it shows a, norm- a level. Like, a level of intelligence that, like, you know, he's not a fucking inbred dude. Like, mm-hmm. he knows what he's doing. So she's just super high maintenance and just wants to shit on him for no reason, which is... One of my fa- uh, one of my favorite parts is just at the beginning um, when she tells him she's not gonna pay him and stuff, and he goes into the whole rich bitch. Uh, oh yeah, here's some rich sun tanning day or whatever. Yeah. You were listening. Yeah, well, it's kind of hard to avoid. Well, you can avoid it in the future because you're fired. Oh, you're unbelievable. That's fine with me. Just pay me the money you owe me. Job was not done to my satisfaction. Oh, I got news for you, lady. No job will ever be done to your satisfaction. Well, that's quite enough. Now just get out. Hey, no problem. Just pay me the six hundred bucks you owe me, and I'm gone. Captain Carl, start up the engine. Oh, for crying! 
You know what your problem is, huh? You're so goddamn bored, you gotta invent things to bitch about. You haven't got a single thing on this earth to do except for your hair. Yeah, your closet was fine. You just needed something to take up your useless, empty, nail-polishing, toe-polishing, rich bitch, sun-tanning day. Don't touch me! What? <laughs> hey, lady. I may be hard up, but I am definitely not that hard up, and I'm not going anywhere. And... Hey! Damn you! Man overboard! I get you for this, you... Not my tool belt! You owe me 600 bucks! Keep going! As you wish. That part's just really funny because she's like, you could tell nobody's ever talked to her like that. Oh, yeah. And he calls her out on all of her shit. She's like, you, he's like, you don't need a closet. You're just fucking bored and blah, yeah. blah. And uh, the crew's all listening downstairs. Hey. <laughs> yeah, they all start clapping <laughs> when he calls her a bitch and stuff. And she's just like, don't touch me. And he's like, dude, come on. Like, yeah. I'm not fucking, I'm not, I'm not that kind of dude. And then she just goes nuts, pushes him off the uh-huh. boat. Dude, throws away all his, like, that's his that part, yeah. Because she already owed him $600. Yeah. And, and that's thousands like, of dollars. Yeah, of tools. dude, yeah. of tools. Like, back in the day, all his stuff. Because she throws his tool belt, that's one yeah. thing. And then the toolbox, dude. Yeah. And he's not going to get all those. They're yeah. sinking to the bottom of the fucking ocean. Yeah. Never nah, going to get nah, those. Not again. the tools. <laughs> um, and, then, uh, and then her little fucking, I'm perfectly happy. Everybody wants to be me. Like, just <laughs> all that stuff is just so fucking funny. Um, hey, yeah. why do you think they're on the coast of Oregon? I don't know. I just for I, that's why I was I, I wrote down here later on. I was like, imagine just living on a yacht for like a f- few weeks and you just sail around the country and just yeah go into like whatever. T- I mean, obviously, yeah, that's a good question because there's doesn't seem to be any reason. For them, they weren't like hunting or anything. No, they're just like, leisure. They're just, yeah, it's and the town fun. and the town that they were in, there's no like yeah. high, yeah. Like, yeah, high society types there or anything. So, kind of weird. Yeah. Um. Also, like uh, when she's on the phone with her mom, there's something that my family would always quote is oh if you have a baby you won't be the baby oh, yeah. oh, huh? uh, <laughs> the mom's even worse dude the mom's terrible and that, that fucking dog with like yeah. big ass like fucking dog hat on for some reason <laughs> um and then i like when goldie hans laying on the she's got this fucking giant ass extravagant hat on mm. and then she's like andrew are you gonna bring me my lemons or do you i have to squeeze, squeeze them from my hat just she's just really funny as uh as uh, just a super snobby ass rich lady. Um, do you have anything else that uh, favorite parts? Uh, that scene because she's so fucking hot. Yeah, she's. They, I mean, this is Goldie Hawn in her prime. No, uh, they they show scene. her her body so much in those first scenes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm just like, holy shit! Like I remember that was another reason why I loved watching this movie <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> um, yeah, just but yeah, hot Goldie Hawn. Yeah, um, like you said, there's not that many crazy scenes. Yeah, it's like it's like it's there's some like great interac- quotes, yeah, great moments. But the next one I have after that, 
um, after like he goes off on her and all that shit. Um, I like when he when like skip the whole fucking thing like when she falls off, you know. Yeah. He comes and claims her and then brings her home, and then I like when he when he tells her he goes, oh yeah, they're going through their arson stage, but I'm way <laughs> yeah. ahead of them. Yeah. You know, I got two, I got fire, two fire extinguishers fire in the house, <laughs> dude. Yeah. Because uh, she's initially like she's like, what the fuck, dude? Yeah. Uh, Kurt Russell's levity in this movie. I yeah. mean, even when he's talking to the teacher when he shows up the first time at the mm-hmm. house, I wrote this down too because I was just like, you know, Dean's a really good dad. He's working that day job. Yeah. He doesn't have. He's he's a poor guy. Doesn't have money to hire a house sitter no. or anything like that. And, you know, later on we find out he's working two jobs, works graveyard shift yeah. as well. But, yeah, he's he's a good dad, and you get that from, from the start. Um, but uh, I do like... Um, the whole, the whole, you know, uh, Grant wakes up, then he sees uh, Goldie Hawn on the yeah. news. Oh, this is absurd. I know it. it... Oh, get that thing out of my face. Oh, what a horrible wig. You mean to tell me that I have no medical recourse? Well, there's Can not she see us? Not unless she's Superwoman. Knows. Well, what do you know? Extend your brain a teensy little bit, if possible. You seem to be suffering from a temporary amnesia, either from the bump into the garbage scow or the shock of the cold water. How temporary is it? Well, we don't know. Other than that, you seem to be in excellent physical shape. Listen to me, medical people. As of now, I have a life history of a dirty garbage scow and a breakfast of extremely runny eggs over easy. Now, I refuse refuse to be incarcerated in this semi-private room you snore while there are no efforts being made for anyone to try to locate is that her i demand you do something do you hear me no i never saw her before in my life and then that dude that's in pretty woman he's oh like, yeah i have that he's like too. We, we said fuka fuka oh no you can't say that on tv no no fuka means uh seal in portuguese yeah. <laughs> and then when he starts singing no, no, like dude she's just... like a renaissance garbage man <laughs> <laughs> and then dude i fucking lo- i love uh i love when they're when she's doing the report in the in the hospital she's like miss do you know her name and she's like of course i know my name blah blah and she just like looks at her and yeah. she's like it's a terrible, terrible wig. wig. Dude, it that totally lady. crushes her. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, Does yeah. not come back from it. Just, that shit is so oh. funny. And then uh, Grant goes to see her, and he's looking at her, and she's just, he, she's just fuming and yeah. yelling at the doctors and everything, and the fucking, uh, he's just like, no, I've never seen that woman before in my life. <laughs> Dude, what about when she tells the old lady next to her in the bed? Oh. And you snore. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the semi-private room. Yeah. You snore. <laughs> Dude, no. When uh, when Kurt Russell goes to pick her up and she's like all fucking mouthy and just goes and sits next to that dude and like Kurt Russell's watching that dude eat the checkers. Yeah. And she sits down next to him and she's like, "Eat your checkers, dude." (laughs) That part's fucking hilarious. Hold Uh, on, hold on, hold on. Let's rewind before that when he fucking sees her on the news. And he goes to his buddy. He's like, "That's her. That's her." He's like, "Who? The bitch." Yeah. (laughs) 
usually uncalled for, but when somebody pushes oh, you off a fucking yacht yeah. and throws your livelihood into the water, yeah, I sure. think you get a free pass on yeah. that one. <laughs> Dude, even even my mom and all of them, you know, typically, yeah, would not fuck with that. Yeah, yeah. But they were dying. You yeah. Know, like, it's like, because, yeah, collectively, everyone all hates Goldie Hawn. <laughs> yeah, dude, their whole crew, yeah. her husband, everybody. Um, but, yeah, it's, it's and that's what I think is great about this. Because, like, yeah, you know, obviously Goldie Hawn's very beautiful. And they show her in a bikini at the mm-hmm. beginning and everything. But even, like, watching it, like, over and over again at the beginning, I'm like, Ugh, I don't like you. But as she starts becoming more, like, humbled and, yeah. like, more, like, caring and mm-hmm. everything, I'm like, she just starts to glow like yeah the, like sure. as an actress she likes putting off her radiance that just just changes her whole vibe but um yeah those parts are super duper funny um uh I also, I also like when he goes to pick her up and then she's like oh he could just be some fucking stranger oh, off, yeah. the, off the street it's like yeah but he likes you or no he's a nice guy and he seems to really like you they're just, <laughs> they're just trying to get rid of her For anywhere real. that they can which is fucking super funny um, they give each other the high five when she <laughs> yeah, when she fucking slap. You know, confirms she's got, that yeah, the, she's got the a birthmark. strawberry birthmark she's just like, on yes. high up on her ass, dude. Um, this movie, I don't know what's more messed up. Like as I mean, it's it's fun, it's playful, but I don't know what's more messed up. I'm gonna go with the with the latter here. But this movie would be the former, and the latter would be like Fifty First Dates. Ah, because they're cute movies, but underneath it all it's really fucked up what these two guys are doing you know mm. it's like i don't know it's it's a it's a fun concept to play with yeah. but at the same time especially later on you think when they they end up having sex with each other and everything yeah, but yeah. for the for the premise of the movie i mean it makes sense and everything but um what i also liked about that too is like I mean, Kurt Russell could have been an absolute fucking pervert oh, yeah. from the beginning, but yeah. he doesn't even want any of that. Like, he's making her sleep on the couch, and just he just wants to make her life as miserable as and she made him. I, I'm glad he said that, because I it's been a while since I've seen this movie, yeah. and I forgot that he's just playing it up, and he's not really that, oh, yeah, that much to, of like, an asshole. Try, yeah, yeah. And and they were they were saying, that, I was like, dude, but like, look how fucked up this guy is. And they're like, no, you don't realize, like, He's not that bad. Yeah, he, yeah. He's just making her fucking yeah, feel he, like shit she, because she, yeah. what she did to him. And I was like, oh fuck, that's right. I, I totally forgot. Like, yeah, I don't know. I yeah, it, w- it would be a totally different story. Well, that's the thing. If too, he was is, that cold hearted. Yeah, like, or if he was just really gross and really yeah. nasty. Like, uh, because it, it wouldn't work later on with her like falling in love with him. Yeah, really. Like, he has to like because. You know, he lets his guard down and he starts to like fall because at first he really does hate it. Yeah. And but he starts falling for her too, you know? And yeah. um it I, I it works later on, so that's probably why uh why she um she warms up to him. I never noticed the the dog when they bring her home the first time he's got a cast on his leg. Yeah. I don't know, that was just something <laughs> I, I saw today. Um and then I like her kind of uh getting introduced to the kids and just seeing how horrible her life's going to be and everything yeah. like that. And at the end of the entire scene, she's uh-huh. like, I'm a short, fat, fat slut. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that one's good. And then, uh, I love her, her like dream, like the, the music, oh, or yeah. the, the water's hitting the piano. So she's dreaming about this mm-hmm. lavish, uh, New Year's Eve party that she'd actually be in. And then 
all the confetti that's coming down, it's like she's spitting it out and it's like going in her eyes. And, and that's eighties comedy right yeah, there. Yeah, like yeah. like to a T. No, like just like sure. very just silly, like yeah. dumb shit but funny. Like yeah. super funny. It, super simple but funny. It's great. Um I never <clears throat> noticed this is a song that I always hated when they go to her birthday and there's that band that's like Jim Danny to Oh rest. yeah. I hate that song. I never noticed that they play it the at the beginning when she goes through the montage of like cleaning the house. Yeah. I heard it today and I was like, Oh, is that song? And I totally forgot about that song, but I heard it like at a store somewhere not too long ago. I thought that song was a Miley Crew song because it sounds like something they would they would do. Really? Like like a cover, you know, like like you know, like um uh... So those bands would do like weird covers like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I don't know. But I'm, I'm pretty sure it's not. But um, I I also I really like uh, Grant's fucking outfit when they show him on the on the fucking uh, yacht again. He's got like the off the shoulders like blazer and he's dancing with all those chicks. Oh yeah. What's your name again? Tofuti Klein. Oh yeah. And then later on, when he's like singing to the to the shell, oh Tofuti, Tofuti, oh. I need you, Tofuti Klein. <laughs> uh, yeah, all that stuff's uh, really, really good. Um, uh, I like the cleaning montage. Yeah, I the montages in this movie are really yeah. fun. Like the that one, the the uh first golf one when they're showing how they're making all that stuff that yeah. stuff that i just really liked when i was when i was little but yeah the cleaning montage is funny her getting attacked by the dogs chopping yeah. off the scarecrow head and everything i i like i like that it shows that like her cleaning the house mm-hmm. but then like the house is like there's, there's no way she did it all in that yeah, one day it's still and it's then still really because then up. she cleans it again later yeah. and then it's like then it's really clean like, yeah i like that it's so such a small detail, uh-huh. but like it really showed like how fucked up that house was and how bad they let it get. You know, I I, I always liked uh, when they when they glue her hands to the oh yeah to the plates, and then uh, she's like, "Look what your kids did!" Blah blah, and then he's just like, "You guys are begging for it, I swear!" Yeah, he just keeps drinking <laughs> and fucking stupid ass. Uh, uh, fuck. What do they call him? Bill, Dirty Bill. Uh, Dan, what's his fucking friend? What's uh, Mike Haggerty's name in this movie? Oh, shit. Billy. Billy. Dirty Billy Porter or something. Because uh, later on, he's like, oh, they didn't call me Dirty Billy, blah, 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 for nothing. <laughs> it's like, I'm sorry, Annie. I got horny. Oh, yeah. she finds the underwear. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, the when they when when he tell he he tells her that they used to go out in high school yeah. because he's like s- sitting there staring at her drinking beer and like <sighs> obviously never been around a woman like that attractive mm-hmm. before or whatever. So uh, that part that part I always thought was funny. And then Goldie Hawn's got that really great rant in uh, the teacher's office when mm. she finds out that the kids have poison oak. Uh, just her like obviously her like eloquence is coming through coming, yeah. because she's just so well spoken so she fucking chews that chicken new one yeah um also like me and my sister used to do this all the time when we were little uh when joey's like standing next to that other little girl and he's like make a face and they're just like pulling oh she's yeah, like, yeah i see that and the little girl's like pretending she wasn't doing anything <laughs> um just stuff like that's really really funny to me do you like the kids or do you find them annoying um little bit of both 
usually kids in movies are annoying yeah. regardless. Yeah. And I think that's the only thing that makes me not like them is that they're movie kids. But mm-hmm. as far as the story goes, they don't seem like bad kids really. Yeah. And as soon as they have like some sort of like supervision and some like form of parenting, yeah. they become better kids. The oldest one says it all. He's like, I, but I need discipline. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and and yeah, I think right then that's when the movie starts taking a turn, and you start seeing how much she cares for the kids, and then you know her and that's when she finds later on she finds out that uh, Joey can't read. Yeah, and then her and Dean have that conversation, and he's trying to leave, and you think he's going out bowling again, but really he's fucking shoveling fish guts or whatever. Yeah, um, but when he comes back. They're reading. Um, no, they're everybody's asleep. But he comes back. And he's, oh yeah, he's looking at the house, and the house is like fucking really clean. Yeah. And there's a full fridge of like beer and like all this stuff. So <laughs> that's when he's like, dang, yeah. Finally puts her in the bed, and then he's feeling bad about it, and then he tells her that it's his birthday, and then um, that it's her birthday, yeah. and they go out for her birthday. Uh, then you get like the Arturo and Katarina story. I like that scene. With, yeah, it's it's a really sweet scene. Yeah. I, lo- I love how like he he's he's telling her all this stuff, and he seems super duper charming. Um, yeah. Which she tells him when she's like, "Tell me something from my life," and he's oh, about God, to he's about, he's about to go, and then she's like, "Something not terrible." Yeah. And then the <laughs> only thing he could think of is like, "Oh, he, she gave the Heimlich maneuver <laughs> to some kid." But You're up until that point, up until that point, her day and her week or month it has been so all horrible bad. that yeah. that like. Puts yeah. her to sleep. Yeah. She goes to sleep with the smile on her face. At the McDonald's, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or no, the Burger Boy. Bur- oh, Burger, Burger Boy, Boy yeah, yeah. Um, oh, But God. yeah, that and then um, the 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 Katarina and Arturo story. It's like really sweet and he's being really charming. And she's like, oh. And then they jump in the water and they kiss. No, no and they, they drown. drown. <laughs> they drown. So he's still like, like any other like yeah. charming, charming dude would have been like, yeah, that's yeah, what happened. But like, no, yeah. he fucking... Um, uh, but I mean, it makes sense too because uh, actually, no, yeah, already they already said that they jumped off the boat or whatever. Yeah. So um, it's it foreshadows the ending or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that scene's really great, and then just really the whole like a lot of the wholesome parts in this movie, like when he uh, when they're opening up the golf course and then mm-hmm. he brings her up on stage, and then you know, in her mind, they've been married for a long time. You know, she can't remember, but. For him, he's saying this stuff for the first time that he loves her and he wants to be with her forever yeah. or whatever. Um, and yeah, a lot, a lot of this stuff is just really, really, really sweet. Um, and then yeah, they go back to the house after the golf cl- golf course opening, and Grant shows up. Mm. And I always loved, always loved her performance in this whole scene. Like yeah. it's probably like my favorite scene, just because of how like. She's just so happy. Things are going so great yeah, for her. Finally, yeah. And then she walks inside, sees like, Grant, hey, Grant. Uh, acknowledges him, and then comes back out. And then... Oh, Dean, I'm cured. I can remember again. Oh, God. You can't imagine how terrible it is not to know who you are. And the doctor said that my mind would come back suddenly, and he was right. I mean, I didn't believe him, but I, I saw you. I walked past you into the house, and poof, my memory came back. Ask me anything. Ask me Ask me about my childhood in New York, uh, about my mom. Her name is Edith. About my money. Money! I have money! I have lots of money! I even have some in Switzerland! What? See how I know me? Oh, God, the 
in making me a wife and a mother and... Why did you do that? Why? I know why. You're that sweaty carpenter who hates me. And these are your children, and you made me believe them. Oh, God. You tricked me. You used me. Say something. Annie, it just... My name is not Annie. And I don't belong with you. And I don't belong with them. Because she remembers she has money and all this yeah. stuff, and then she goes and she thanks Kurt Russell, and then she stops because she realizes that he's yeah. not who she thinks he is, and she gives this really like heartfelt um, monologue about, you know, how could he do that to her and everything like that, but... um even still, I think she's conflicted because she knows she's a better person already just mm -hmm. for having met him and stuff. Which Yeah, she looks great. at Grant. She re instantly was realizing it. Like, hold on. First of all, I know Grant don't look like, <laughs> yeah, like, like, like Dean. Let's be honest. Yeah. If you had a choice between yeah. Dean and Grant yeah. looks-wise, you're and going Dean all the way. Like, Grant's a fucking tool. Yeah, like, he's, he's like total tool. just like... just boring ass dude like <laughs> yeah like, he sucks yeah and i mean she was too though no of course you know? yeah she sucked too that's why yeah. I'm, that's why i'm saying like it dean open, didn't want any, her anything to do with with her except yeah. to make her miserable and it wasn't until like the ongoing weeks that he fell in love, uh, fell in love with her too there are really two people falling in love with each other you know um which is why i i, I think this movie works so well yeah um but yeah she leaves that part's always a little heart wrenching too. She's got the macaroni necklace on, and oh, Joey's chasing her, and he's like, "You said moms don't leave." Oh, dude, all that stuff. Um, yeah, it's a it's a little sad scene. And yeah. then I I really love um, her trying to interact with her family. Oh yeah. Uh, after they return to the yacht or whatever. Doc, the doctor, dude, Doctor Corman shines right here. So I don't know if he had ever seen it, but not too long ago I watched this movie and Jerry was there, and I always liked the doctor. And he he watched the movie and he wasn't. I don't think he was hating it or anything, but he wasn't like, oh, this is a great movie. But as soon as that doctor showed oh, up, dude. all the stuff that he says, <laughs> <laughs> dude. Uh, she even remember when I when I wrote this. I love you madly, though you treat me badly, and then. <laughs> The be dude, the best part is uh, when she gets up. Yeah, when she gets up, and <laughs> she brings excellent. over she brings over the tray. That's excellent. Why is that excellent? Yeah. I, was I was hungry. hungry. <laughs> <laughs> that part is fucking dude. gold. Oh man. yeah, just that doctor. He's so fucking good. And then when he's talking to Grant, or like when he's talking to when she leaves, and then Grant's like, "Doctor, do you have a straight jacket on on board?" He's like, "Yeah, I always carry oh. one with me somewhere." Yeah. <laughs> This is like, uh, uh, Grant, I want you to take uh, Valium. Oh, wait, you're out. All right, I can't take one, of mine. take one of mine. Just He just seems so... And then yeah. she tells him, Dr. Corman, go home. Really? Thank you. Yeah. He just doesn't want to be there. Uh, dude, yeah. Uh, Dr. Corman, 
Dion Waiters oh, for this for movie. Oh, for sure. He's he's literally like only in two scenes. That scene though, man. That's yeah. excellent. Why is that excellent? I was hungry. <laughs> Fuck, dude. So yeah, simple. I fucking love that. Yeah. Dude, <clears throat> following that scene uh-huh. when she's running trying to stop the boat. Yeah. What about when she when she comes across the captain? She's like, Captain, Captain, we need to stop the boat. We, you know what? We haven't had a lot of time to talk. He goes, no, they say? He's like, haven't. no, we haven't. Well, there's no time now. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to get a heart to heart. Oh, that's another. That's <laughs> another good scene is when she. Um, when she's talking to Andrew and she's just oh like, yeah that's and like he and he's like realizing he she, she's a different person yeah. and then he tells her is like oh now that you have the knowledge of your pat like the shit you did in the past like it's up to you like mm-hmm. to figure out how how to go forward with it so and, that, and, that part's and, really good and when she tells him I'm sorry yeah literally switches his whole fucking yeah, demeanor yeah, yeah, yeah. he's like he's like a whole new guy too uh, though yeah, yeah yeah as soon as like she says I'm sorry Andrew and he goes. Yeah, oh, he's like taking it back he's for like, sure. Okay, like <clears throat> this was the best thing that's ever happened to you and me because I ain't staying here now. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I'm quitting yeah. as soon as we fucking uh, yeah stay with these people. We drop anchor here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, and that was another part where I was just like, damn, rich. Oh, I also really love the, throughout the whole movie they're opening the fucking. This is where I learned how to do that. Opening the the beer bottles by oh yeah, like banking yeah. them on the side of the table, and then she. They're all drinking champagne. She orders a beer yep. and then she fucking pops it off and then takes oh, a swig. That's good stuff. Yeah. And they're just like looking at her like fucking horrified. Yeah. Um, all that stuff's good. Uh, obviously, yeah, like we said, she's like, she goes to the captain, turning the boat, knocks everybody off their fucking mm-hmm. bed or whatever. The mom just fucking <laughs> flying all over. Yeah. Uh, uh at this point, Grant starts to go, like, nutty. Like, yeah, he loses he's it. He's going crazy. It's like, uh, what? Mutiny! Yeah. Uh, conspired to what the enemy at sea is, Milton. <laughs> or fucking, he's like, so that doesn't matter. We're at sea, and I'm a god at sea. <laughs> I always wanted to be on a boat just so I could. It's say like, that. what happened? Yeah, to that dude. dude. Like, uh, flip, dude. But, but what's funny too is like uh, the scene before that when he's like, he's like, I don't like to smoke. I get sick when I smoke. Yeah. Why is everybody always trying to make me do, do things that I don't? And then he's like, I had my nervous breakdown. I didn't go to therapy. Oh, blah, blah blah. And then after that, it's it like was. switch. And then he's just totally fucking yeah. nuts the rest of the movie. Yeah. Um. And then obviously she's trying to turn the boat around to get back to Alcove. Meanwhile, Kurt Russell and the kids, uh, they have Coast Guard. Bad Billy Pratt. That's his name. Ah, yeah. Um, they have the Coast Guard. They're going out there, but then the Coast Guard gets a call. They have to turn around, and then Salmon. Kurt Russell's like, "No, fuck this. Yeah, I'm going after." Fucking yells out, Katarina. Mm-hmm. She's about to jump off, uh, but Roddy McDowell stops her, gives her a life vest, and then Katarina, and then. They're like jumping off. Oh, I also like the um, the line. My sisters and my family would kill me. Is uh, how does it look out there? I don't know. There's a fat guy. In my oh way, yeah. Sir. He's like, I want to kill you. God, fat you little shit. Like, dude. <laughs> uh, yeah. Just all the stuff like that. But yeah, they they meet out in the middle of the ocean and they kiss the way Katarina and Arturo would have if they found each other. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's it, they get back on the boat and then or they're they're on the rescue boat and. Dean can't believe she fucking did it. And then he's like, yeah, I can't believe he left all that just for me. And she's like, no, all that money, it's it's, it's mine. mine yeah. it's, it's everything. It's all mine. So he fucking faints and then falls back in the water. And then they're on the boat and they kind of just sail off into the sunset. Literally. Um, what about the kids when she's like, what are they doing? Like, oh, oh, yeah. They're riding their Christmas lights. Yeah. <laughs> and and I think that's just such a really, like, it's, it's funny. It's boyish. Um, especially for, like, poor boys to just be like oh now i can get all this shit and oh then, yeah 
uh, as corny as it is, I think it's just such a sweet thing because you know she loves these boys already. She loves them a lot, and mm-hmm. uh, it's already a big. And that's how you know she's like one hundred percent in. Like it's already a big family. It's a big <clears throat> thing that she's gonna have to like deal with big change. And then Kurt Russell asks her like, "Oh, you have everything. What could I possibly give you?" And then she looks at the boys and she looks back at him and she says, "A little girl." And they kiss, and then the movie ends. Uh, yeah, it, it's a really sweet, sweet, endearing ending. Yeah, I, I always am down to watch this movie, but it's just, <clears throat> it's not that often. Yeah. So maybe that, that's why, but like, it's just like, I don't know. I, it's those things, one of those things you see yeah. a movie as a kid, and it's a certain like moment, like you remember seeing it the first time. And honestly, I, I've seen this movie by myself, but. I don't think it's the same as as corny as this is gonna sound. It's not the same if I don't watch it with my mom. There's a lot of movies that are like that for <clears throat> yeah. sure, for sure. Um, it, it it's uh, an entirely different experience because, like you said, you literally like watched. You weren't watching the movie; you're watching her watch the movie. Yeah, and I think that is a lot of the experience for certain movies for a lot of people growing up, whether they were with their dad or their bro- like their siblings yeah. or whatever. Um, I know I have a lot of movies like that for a lot of members of my family and uh yeah man it's it's a it's one of those movies that I think just every everybody can enjoy kind of like from any age there's a little bit of raunchy stuff in yeah. here but not too much um Travis when the door shuts he's like oh yeah she might not have any tits but she's yeah, got a great, great ass, ass. Yeah. what did he say yeah um yeah just super weird but uh <laughs> <laughs> fucking kid man. and then yeah fucking uh Billy Giving her the spiel about the fucking phone hooker or whatever. Yeah, I got horny. Um, but uh, yeah, that's that stuff's all really good. And then, um, yeah, man, this movie. I I really enjoy this movie. And you're you're right. I I don't watch it all the time, but I've seen it plenty of times by myself. But I look forward to it more when I'm yeah. watching it with people that, like my family or somebody who's already watched it mm-hmm. before. But um, anything else about the movie that stood out to you this time around? Hmm. No, not really. Um, no, not that I can think of. Um, but I got I got one really funny thing about that kid Joe. Okay. The little boy Joe. Yeah, yeah. He improvised the Pee Wee Herman voice. Oh, did he really? Yeah, he just started doing it. <laughs> that's well, that's cool because it's probably like he probably really liked Pee Wee Herman at the yeah. time and was just like a kid fucking around. They're like, yeah, go with that. And also like. Uh, He's on the Coast Guard boat on the radio, and then the, oh, dude, yeah. the dudes <laughs> in the kitchen, and they're like speaking French yeah, or whatever, yeah. and then they're doing their Pee Wee Herman impressions. Is that Pee Wee Herman? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Super good. I'll Can check you? this out. Um, <clears throat> John can't, and I was thinking about this, or or uh, John Goodman. Um, John, I said John Candy was considered for the role of Billy. Billy? That makes sense. Yeah. Makes a lot of sense. I think. Uh, if John Candy was in it, you might have had to make the role a little bigger for him. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Uh, at this time, he was, like, firing all cylinders, pretty much. Oh, one last one for that yeah. kid, Joey, because that kid's fucking crazy. Uh, apparently, he really wasn't acting. Like, he had, like, a couple lines. Mm-hmm. But, like, him just, like, wilding out, running all over the place was actually just him just being him. Wow. Yeah. And the director had to step in a lot. To and like be like calm, calm him the down. fuck down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they hit they you know, they yell action and the kid would just fucking just go nuts. Dude, I mean yeah. 
they always say that'd be really hard. Don't work with don't work with kids or animals um, in the film industry, or actually any industry, to be honest with you. Um, Well, maybe animals because they're so adorable, but kids, (laughs) man. Um, Anyway, uh, I think that's the whole movie. But let's talk the hard question. So this movie actually has a remake. It stars Anna Faris and some other dude. The roles are flipped, so the dude is a rich guy, and Anna Faris is like a maid or whatever. Yeah. I watched like the first twenty minutes of I it. it. It's awful. I know. It's really, really bad. Um, but I gotta do my guy justice because he's not just some other guy. Yeah, no, he's in a bunch of shit apparently, and I could not believe it because he's a horrible, horrible actor. Eugenio Derbez. Yeah. Yeah. How to be a Latin lover? He's in some good movies though. Yeah. You don't he, like him? I, I thought he was ghastly in this movie. Oh, in the movie, yeah, but. Do you like him as an actor? I've never seen him anything else. Oh. I couldn't imagine him being in anything else because I was just like, this guy sucks really bad. All right. But apparently he's a huge yeah. uh, Latin Latin uh, Latin actor. Uh, he's in a new movie coming out pretty soon. Um, and I'm just like, and I seen the trailer and I'm like, more of the same shit. He was in that movie Coda, which was really good. The one with the deaf people? Yeah. That's just one best picture? Yeah. I haven't seen it. He's really good in that. But, sorry, but... The movie I want you to watch, okay. maybe some people out there have watched the right. quiz, right. and it'll completely change your mind. Completely. Instructions not included. Instructions not included. Yeah. Just watch that, and then report back to me. Okay. Right. <laughs> Will do, sir. Um, but, like we said, if uh, we're producers, would we make a prequel, a sequel, or a remake? Uh, I'd want to see a sequel. I think I'd want to see a sequel, too. Yeah. I don't know... How you could well, damn, the dynamic of this movie would be very much different because they're all they're like super rich. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. yeah, the kids would be adults by now, right? Oh, so you're like doing like yeah. wait, 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 yeah, yeah, okay, okay, and and that'd be interesting to see how they turned out, you know? Yeah, because they're so young that with all that money, they're gonna. You know, they might be good because it came from humble beginnings, but yeah, so one, at least one of them is going to be a prick. Premise-wise, I don't know where I'd go with this one, yeah. but I don't think I would want to see a prequel. I think nah. it'd be really annoying. Yeah, yeah. And then I, from the remake that they did, I wouldn't want to do that because you shouldn't mess with the classic. And then sequel, I mean, you could do that. I just don't know how you would make it relevant because yeah. the whole premise really is like, oh, she loses her memory or whatever. Maybe... um I don't know. Dean goes missing and they're searching for him and he's got amnesia or something. I don't know. Yeah. But um, definitely that's probably where I would go with it. But yeah. Um, but yeah, I think we, we covered this one. Uh, like we said, rest in peak Mike Haggerty and the rest of the cast that's not with us. I think Roddy McDowell and uh, the guy who plays Dean as well. Um, but uh, yeah, this has been fun. Kurt Russell's still alive. Yeah, Kurt Russell's still alive. No, you said rest in peace. And to the guy that plays Dean. Oh, I meant I meant I meant uh, Grant. Sorry, I was about to be like, dude, do you know something I don't <laughs> no. know? Uh, no, uh, the guy who played Grant died in 2014. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, a while ago. But uh, <laughs> yeah, anyway, like we said, uh, rest in peace to those guys. But for Play It Again, man, I am Steven Valdez, Jason Brunas, and Jason. Where can the people follow us one more time? Play It Again underscore. Fuck, I get it wrong every time. I'm going to tell you, have so many tattoos, let's tattoo it on you. Yeah. Play it again, man, underscore pod. That's right. On TikTok and on Instagram. Tell your friends, tell your family. uh, And we will see you at the movies next week, guys. Later. Later.